Wednesday, 8th of November, 2023. And all the city was disturbed, and the people ran together, seized Paul, and dragged him out of the temple, and immediately the doors were shut. Acts 21, verse 30. More literally, the verse reads, And the whole city was moved, and there was a rallying of the people. And having seized Paul, they dragged him outside the temple, and immediately the doors were shut. CG. In the previous verse, it mentioned that the people erroneously believed Trophimus the Ephesian was brought into the temple by Paul. Because of this, it next says, And the whole city was moved. When the accusatory words of these Jews, as stated in verse 28, were heard, it would have been greeted with the same horror as the defilement of any closely held religious or national icon among any given people. The entire city would have gone into an uproar, just as it did when accusations were levelled against Paul while in Ephesus at the temple of Artemis. One can see the entire throng beginning to move in unison as if rushing at a rock concert or political gathering, hurrying to participate in the surrounding events. This then led naturally to the next event where Luke records, and there was a rallying of the people. Here is a word found only here in scripture. Sundrome. It is a noun signifying a rushing together or literally a concourse. Saying a rallying gets the intent across because the accompanying words indicate that it was a riotous rallying. As the crowd was moved, it was impelled toward the source of the events. All rallied to where the finger of the accusing Jews was pointed, meaning Paul. He is the focus of the rallying that has occurred. The violent actions of that are seen as the words continue, saying, And having seized Paul, they dragged him outside the temple. With a bloodthirsty lust, they grabbed Paul and dragged him out of the temple, supposing it was his actions that had brought defilement to their holy sight. It is obvious that they intended to kill him. However, they didn't want to do so in the temple and further defile it with his blood. Instead, they would do it outside. Further, to make sure that there could not be any further defilement, it next says, and immediately the doors were shut. This would have been a hurried act by the priests to keep anyone else from coming in. These doors would have been the gates between the holy place and the court of the Gentiles. Access to the temple was thus cut off from any but the priests. But no matter what would happen to Paul, because of the actions of the righteous mob, the good news of Revelation 21 would await him if this moment were to be his last. But I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light, and the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honour into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day, there shall be no night there, and they shall bring the glory and the honour of the nations into it, but there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or cause an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Revelation 21, 22-27 Life application. 
In the world today, there are innumerable edifices that claim to be the focus of religious life for adherence of whatever religion is espoused. Judaism has synagogues, Islam has mosques, and Hinduism has temples. The Roman Catholic Church has churches spread out around the world, but the main focus of their religious life is found at the Vatican. Someday, Israel will again have a temple that will be considered the ultimate symbol of their faith. These are locations where people meet and attend to their religious affairs. But despite being physical locations, this is a shadow over substance. The true substance of rightly directed worship of God is not found in a building, but in a person. As Revelation 21-22 says, The Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. Jesus implied this in his words to the woman at the well in John 4. Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship Him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. John 4, 21-24 True and proper worship of God can occur anywhere and at any time. It is found in honouring God through the provision he has given to allow us to once again fellowship with him, meaning the person of Jesus Christ. Only Jesus can atone for our sin, which separates us from God. In this act of atonement, our prayers can be heard, our praises can be accepted, and our fellowship is restored. Don't worry about a building or a location when you need to pour your heart out to God. Instead, cry out to Him through Jesus. In this, your words will be heard. Lord God Almighty, how thankful we are for Jesus, who has made our calls to you possible. When we cry in anguish through him, you will receive them and send comfort. When our hearts are overfilled with joy and we extol you through him, you will hear and be pleased. And when we have a need, you will attend to it according to your wisdom because of Jesus. Yes, thank you for Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All the people in Jerusalem became very upset. They ran and took Paul and dragged him out of the temple. The temple doors were closed immediately. Acts 21 verse 30